Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tonight, you will hear the Cardinal broadcast on KMOX and the Cardinal Network. Rick Horton is in Pittsburgh, and Kerry Davis is going to give him a, a spot to hit. Kerry Davis, uh, winning a championship for the Steelers, never pays for a drink <laughs> in, in, in the city well, of Pittsburgh. Hey, there's, a, there's a few places I can go, and I won't have to pay for a drink. Well, I can get them at a yeah. cheaper, cheaper rate. Ricky Horton, how you doing? <laughs> I, I, I'm waiting for that tip right now. In fact, I'll, I'll use that with uh, – I'm actually on a walk right now at uh, – at Point Park with your guest in about a half an hour, Chip Carey. So we, we would both like that tip. I, I, I think I can hear that. Okay, we'll, we'll put Carey to work here. Well, I haven't lived there in a long time. There used to be this uh, restaurant, seafood restaurant. I, I believe it's gone now, but it was awesome. It's down there, um, down in the Strip District. I, but that's a good place to go in the Strip District, find well, some some beverages. I, I, I'm pretty sure you all are pretty close to there right now. Well, I did find Starbucks this morning. That's not okay. the same. Not those types of drinks. <laughs> no, no. This is for actually, after. This is post-game drinks actually, we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm actually, I'm actually looking at uh, at Heinz Field right now. Okay. Uh, down at, at the uh, where all the rivers meet, and it's uh, such a beautiful city. I love it here. It is a base, amazing place. Hey, Rick, we've been talking a lot about uh, Matthew Libertor and moving back and forth between the starting rotation and the bullpen. And I always think about you and you, how when you were in the bullpen, you knew what you were going to do that day, but you started a lot in your Cardinal career, 238 games, 44 starts. How difficult was it for you, because during seasons you did it every year, to bounce back and forth between starting and relieving? Well, here's the the way I would say it. I would say I worked very, very hard mentally to not let it be difficult, because I knew it would be an advantage for me to have the ability to do it, because I wasn't going to be a number one starter, I wasn't going to be a closer, and so my value really was kind of not complaining about it and just doing it. So I would really trick my mind into thinking that it wasn't kind of a big deal to go back and forth. And ultimately, kind of it became a, a self-fulfilling prophecy, really, because I, I actually enjoyed it, and I, it, it kind of kept me interested, Randy, really. And it was I think some people are built for that in terms of how they throw, and I think I was one of them. Rick, when you are looking at, at the, the call up of Jordan Walker, obviously there were so many injuries in that outfield. What are your expectations for him coming back? Uh, hopefully he's in the lineup today, but what are your expectations for him? Well, I'm happy to see him back. You know, it was just kind of a bad spin for him. And, he, you know, honestly, it's probably not it was the right thing, I think, to send him down just to kind of work on kind of driving the ball again like he did in spring training. In spring training, because I, I, I was there the whole spring, he was the Cardinals' best hitter. I mean, that's a simple, simple thing to say. He was, he was like a middle-of-the-lineup type guy. So I think he could, in terms of my expectations, I think he can get back to that. And, and so the, the odd thing is, with all of the injuries the Cardinals have, you know, they're all center fielders, and that's not what he is. So it still kind of creates this kind of logjam feel, unfortunately, uh, for the Cardinals because, they, you know, with three center fielders hurt, it's just not ideal. 
Ricky, uh, we were talking about Matthew Libertor, and I know they haven't exactly announced it yet, but it kind of seems like the expectation is that Libertor will become part of the starting five and they're going to move Steven Matz to the bullpen. With Steven Matz, what have you seen with him? Uh, I know it's just one game coming out of the bullpen, and what do you see the difference from that and him as a starter? Well, you know, last year he uh, actually had a longer kind of stint in the bullpen, and he was really good out of the bullpen last year. So I think it's a reasonable thing to expect that, you know, maybe this is a good thing for him just to get right. You know, he would just make too many mistakes, too many mistakes in the middle of the plate. And one of the things about going to the bullpen is you recognize very quickly that I'm going to throw about 12 pitches. I better not make any mistakes. And so it kind of forces you to kind of be at your best with every pitch, which, of course, is what you should do as a starter. Uh, so I think maybe the going out there will be good for him. I think there's some things that mechanically he's still working on in terms of his breaking ball that hopefully will get ironed out if he throws more. Rick Horton with us on 101 ESPN. You'll hear Rick with John Rooney tonight on the Cardinal broadcast on the Cardinal Radio Network. Hey, Ricky, what do you think Libertor is? You've seen a lot of him. Heck, I remember a game that you guys were doing uh, a few years ago during the pandemic, and the team was on the road, and Matthew Libertor was pitching at home. So you've watched him yeah. throw a lot. What, what do you think he can be based on what you've seen to this point? Yeah, that was kind of an odd thing. We had a little doubleheader going. He's on the field, and we're looking at the sidewall and watching screens, and the team's on It was bizarre. But, <laughs> so here, here's what you like about him. He's got, he's got the big breaking ball, and he throws hard. So, and he's left-handed, and he's young. So check, 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 check. All that's good. Uh, honestly, I was kind of lukewarm on him um, until I saw him in his last uh, outing in spring training, and he became a different guy. He started to be quicker with his motion to the plate. He was more in attack mode. And he was not picking as much. And, you know, when a guy starts picking, you start thinking, well, maybe they don't trust that they're good enough. And that's kind of where I thought he was, is that he didn't trust his, trust himself. But I think he does now. And, and I, you know, I think he's going to be uh, – he's in the right spot, I think, in the Cardinals rotation. I don't know, you know, is he ever going to be a one or a two starter? I don't know. But right now the Cardinals just need somebody uh, to add to that rotation that's going to go – six innings and, and keep you in a ballgame. Rick, it feels like uh, Miles Michaelis has turned the corner and, and he's pitching extremely well. We think Jack Flaherty is there. We'll find out more tonight. Uh, one person, Jordan Montgomery, we're still waiting on that performance from him. What are you seeing in his outings and, and what do you think are some of the things that are causing him to struggle? Well, that's a good way to put it. What you said is you, you feel good about Jack, you feel good about Miles and, and Monty. Is, uh, I think so. Yeah, and, and so, it is, yeah so I, you know, what I see from him is... Um, you know, he just has not had the feel for his pitches uh, every time out. And, and, and he's kind of been one of those guys that suffers from having one bad inning and it and ended up being a big inning. Gives up a big hit, and you think, well, he hasn't pitched that poorly, but they scored four runs in four innings. It's like, how did that happen? So, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, he gets more precise for longer and doesn't make the mistake, doesn't have that big inning. And, and I, in terms of his stuff, I think it's still there. It's the same stuff. I think there are times where his feel isn't as good uh, on his sinker. Um, in one game, he threw about 60% change-ups, I felt like, because the, the sinker wasn't working. So, But, you know, that's, of course, pitching. You make adjustments from time to time. I, I just think he's I think he's going to go upward from here on. I, I still feel good about him being in the rotation. Ricky, what do you think about Ryan Helsley right now? He had the blown save and took the loss this past Sunday. That was his fourth blown save of the season so far. Is there any concern there with Helsley? What are you seeing from him? 
Um, I, I'm not, you know, my first thought when I think of Ryan tells me is that I'm jealous because he throws 150 miles an hour. Like, man, I wish I was, I wish I was young. I wish I was built like that. And I wish I, you know, so I, I might, but I had my chance. I'm done. But, but it, is, it is, it is phenomenal. The, uh, the ability that he has, and, you know, his slide is really good too. Um, you know, I, I, I think I've kind of noticed what I see from Ryan is if he's not, at 100% physically, and I don't mean hurt, I mean, like, strong. So, like, when he pitches back-to-back days, seems like he's not quite the same guy at times. So, uh, I'm still bullish on him. I mean, the Cardinals are lucky to have him. And, you know, Gio uh, has also been, you know, he's been good in the pen and maybe a little more consistent this year. But, you know, it's a long year, and I think Elkley's still the guy that ultimately you're going to want because he's got the swing in this stuff. Hey, Ricky, before we let you go, uh, you, you talk about pitching back-to-back days. As we move along here and science, quote-unquote, gets better and players are better conditioned, I assume, doesn't Bruce Suter's career become all the more unbelievable? Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, that Bruce, Bruce threw a disappearing, you know, split finger. We all know that about Bruce. And, you know, it's, that's kind of how Geo pitches. He throws this disappearing slider. But the fact that he, he was ahead of his time in some ways in, in terms of understanding late movement, that's why that worked so well. But, you know, was Bruce, you know, throwing 102 miles an hour? No, he, just, he could just pitch. And, he, and, and oddly, he would dominate with that pitch. But, you know, I think the, the, the thing that was unique about Bruce, again, was that late movement. He could make a, you know, like what we always say about pitching. You try to make – a ball, a pitch looks like it's going to be a ball, and it ends up a strike. And then you want to throw one that looks like it's going to be a strike and ends up a ball. And that's how you fool hitters. And he was he was outstanding at doing that. And throwing four out of seven days, and more yeah. times than not, four or five outs. And but oh yeah, and several times I remember him actually three inning saves, and, and then he'd be ready to pitch again the next day. And so, <laughs> you know, I, I, mean, I, I mean that's so you know I'm not I'm not sure everything we did with pitchers in the 80s was the healthiest thing as far as you know, taking care of all. Well, I mean, that, that's true on a lot of fronts, actually. But, 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 in terms of, but in terms of pitching, I don't think that that was necessarily, you know, the optimal. But, you know, it's kind of what we knew at the time. Hey, Rick, we wanted to get some great information from you because we always do. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it, especially during your walk. Tell Chip Carey that we apologize for taking you away from your conversation with him. <laughs> well, well, he, well, you'll get to chat with him soon, I know, so it's all good. So you guys, <laughs> I, I, good, good to chat with you guys. Have fun. All right, thanks, Rick. Yeah. Ricky Horton with us on 101 ESPN. You'll hear him, him on the Cardinal broadcast with, with John Rooney tonight.